welcome to Unwind Financial, where we talk about all things health and wealth. To, to educate, educate, inspire, inspire and, and liberate. liberate. My name is John Savage. My name is Leah Savage. And today we're going to be talking about diversifying and preserving your assets. Mm, that's a good one. So this is going to be a little bit shorter recording, straight to the point, but we're excited. Short and sweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so many of us right now just want to first say... Um, Thank you for those of you who are listening and supporting our podcast. Yes. Um, our goal is to continue to grow this and, and continue to improve upon what we're doing to educate, literally inspire and to liberate those mm -hmm. who feel bound, who feel burdened by finances and just struggling yeah. and having challenges, even those who might be making a lot of money. And I just want to preface that before we get started, because right now in our economy, we're in a time that's unprecedented. Yeah. You know, maybe years ago, centuries ago, people dealt with things too, and they deal with things now and dealing with financial challenges. There's slavery and indebtedness, those who bonded themselves to other families in order to pay off a debt mm. or to be able to have food on the, on the table and to be able to create and build something for their family. So regardless of the reason, but now we're in a place where a system is actually designed to take and I've mentioned this before, where instead of giving and receiving, that's the posture we want to be in. Yeah. There has a system by those in high places, even now who operate somewhere on TV, we see. But the whole point is to dominate, to take and to chip away at what we do have because of greed, because of power, you know, money. But we have to remember money is only a tool, but mm -hmm. there's many people who have deceived themselves in thinking, I gain more power, things can operate this way, this is how the world should look. But no, we all individually will establish how our world will look with our families, in our homes, mm -hmm. in our finances. Something's gonna be easier than others, but I just wanna encourage you as we go forward yeah. and even in the future as you listen to our podcast. So this is where it's really important to take heed of this diversifying, Mm -hmm. and preserving our assets. And we, we will be talking about more of these things in the future, but this is just to give you a, a taste of it right now. So where do we want to start off, sweetie? So, the savings? Yeah. The basic of savings? Some of the basics. So, you know, for us, there's the online savings um, that we have set up, and there's also cash on hand savings. And the traditional savings that we have as well. Yeah. We have all three of those accounts. So I would just say, you know, starting there, um, very honestly, it's been challenging, but I'm thankful that we have set aside money um, in our savings and that it's been there when we needed it. So it's very important. And that's one of the keys of it's not just to amass wealth and just to have and, and to accumulate, mm -hmm. to accumulate, to accumulate. So for example, there was seven years of plenty during Joseph's time when mm -hmm. he began to reign and when, before he actually began to reign because he was in jail at the time when there was a dream that came to Pharaoh, no one could explain the dream, right? Yeah. And so what happened is the baker remembered him two years later, but he remembered him. So mm -hmm. <laughs> just keeping the story short, what ended up happening in is in Genesis, it's um, Joseph revealed the dream by the spirit of God to Pharaoh, mm -hmm. right? So there was plenty, seven years of plenty. So they had to store up extra. So that means they had to be more efficient and wise. They had plenty, but they had to be prepare. efficient with their resources. Yes. And wise. And yeah. yes. And my wife said, prepare. 
but they prepare years ahead. Yeah. Again, we're all in different places, so don't beat yourself up or anything like that. Yeah. Um, we're also dealing with systems that are outside of us. But then they knew there was going to be seven years of famine. Mm -hmm. Well, long story short, as you know, Israel was being birthed and just that whole nation and just growing. Joseph brought his brothers on later and his father. They had what? They had currency. They had money, if you will, in exchange for grain, because obviously their land was parched mm -hmm. because of the famine. Mm -hmm. But they had something to transact, yeah. something to barter. They barter. had currency yeah. that they're able to give and they had plenty of it in order to get what they needed for their family to sustain them through the rest of the family. So why am I saying that? Going back to mm -hmm. savings, emergency savings. It's not always easy to have emergency savings and continue to build it up depending on where you're at financially. Mm -hmm. But the thing is having a plan and being consistent with yeah. that plan, but also being flexible. Yeah. You have to be flexible because things don't go as planned all the time in life. Yeah. But if you have a plan in place and as things get better and you have new opportunities, you have windfalls, new job, pay increases, mm -hmm. whatever it might be, Goodness. then you're able to add to that and build to that emergency savings because you already have a plan That's in good. place. You know what to do with your money. Mm -hmm. It's those who don't have a plan in place either might be frantic trying to figure it out or they overspend because there's things they didn't even think about and give a thought to because mm -hmm. they have no plan. So it is important. Yeah to have a plan in place yeah. before the rain comes. Yeah. So when the rain comes, you already have the jars there ready to catch the rain. So it's so important and you wanna have at least three to six months worth of savings at minimum if you can and work towards that. Mm -hmm. So even if you have to use your savings because an emergency, because that's the initial, that's what it's for, it's okay. Yeah. I just talked to some people recently where some members, some employees where they one told me with the situation with their home, lost everything. She had a savings, but she had to use it. She had $3,000. But what if she didn't have the $3,000 to carry over in between this mm -hmm. time and waiting on what insurance would carry or cover or not cover? Mm -hmm. She'd be in an entirely different place. I've seen it over and over and over. So don't discount what you have is what I'm saying. Yeah. That discount, you don't want to discount it because it's a buffer. Mm-hmm between some for some people getting evicted or not getting evicted yeah giving them enough time to get a new job or start a whole new career with the skill sets they have and being in a better position in some cases mm -hmm. so reward yourself for the things you are doing reward yourself for the things you have taken action on it's better to take some kind of action in the right direction than to take none at all because you think it's not worth it yeah that's good that's really good i appreciate that john um, and I would just say, I love to have the plan. I'm definitely a planner girl. And having that plan, you, you feel a sense of agency that no matter what circumstance or situation you're in, you're not a victim, mm -hmm. that you do have agency. You do yes. have the ability to plan and to prepare for whatever is to come. Yes. And so we have a plan um, and as my husband said it may not go exactly as planned but at least we have the plan so whether it's famine or it's plenty we're prepared and we're planning yes and I want to say this too and, and, and the thing about preserving your assets 
So, and also diversifying, that's important, especially nowadays. You see some people, and I'm into cryptocurrency, and I've been learning about the last two years. And uh, on a note with that, I was playing around initially over two years ago with cryptocurrency. Didn't know anything at all, but because I took during the holiday weekend, having time off, I actually started opening up some accounts, didn't know anything about Binance or Coinbase at the time put literally just a little bit of money in that little bit of money I found out this year turned into a lot of little bit of money. And uh, I looked at it again. I was like, oh, okay. But I saw an opportunity about some things I was learning. I was like, this makes sense for the future. And as I did that, I showed my wife and she was like, oh, that's great. You, you had only what, 10, $15 or so in there, maybe 20 something dollars max when it started going up diversifying between a little bit of Bitcoin and other things and all of a sudden just playing with it to test it out because I don't want to lose my money putting more money in there. But I had a couple of things really go big and take off. And um, so anyway, mm -hmm. that was a blessing. But again, you don't have to know everything to get started. I didn't know everything. But when I saw opportunity that made sense from what I reviewed and researched, mm -hmm. I sewed into it then. And um, I did it very carefully, but I did it then. And so I'm thankful for that. And yeah. it also was a continuous lesson that it taught me because I forgot about it for over the last year until I looked at it earlier this year. Mm -hmm. So um, that's another thing as far as diversifying. You got to know what you want to diversify in, mm -hmm. what you understand and what you don't understand. And there's resources out there. There's people out there to talk to, like money coaches like myself or financial counselors. I'm certified as a financial counselor. Um, there is a financial advisors who do more of managing people's money and benefits. That's important too. And one of the things I want to say on the preservation side, there's a lot of people who've dealt with losing several hundred thousand dollars or tens of thousands of dollars. Some lost maybe millions with their retirement accounts over the last several years, especially back in 2008, 2009. Mm. Uh, last year, there's people who lost a lot of money too mm. uh, when it went down, not as much as before, but one of the key things you want to do is if you're continuing to contribute to a retirement account, Make sure you have emergency savings too. I've talked to quite a few families mm -hmm. who make several hundred thousand dollars, two, three hundred thousand dollars a year and have two, three, four hundred thousand dollars in a retirement account. But when I ask about their savings, mm -hmm. they literally have little or no savings. In some cases, they're overspending unnecessarily. They do a lot of shopping and they use their credit, their credit card. And it's easy to overspend, though that's mm -hmm. money. Those are dollars that could be going towards your um savings but mm -hmm. because it's easy to overspend <coughs> pardon me um it's it's that can be money that's taken away from your savings so you got to be careful about how you're managing your money too mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me get some water that's really good and just to summarize so we were talking about diversifying so we talked about emergency savings that can be an online account uh typically we've talked about <coughs> pardon me cash on hand and i just want to say one other thing because my wife is going back over some other things she's going to transition to another but with the reallocation of the assets the whole point about that and how you're directing your finances is in the retirement account you want to talk to someone who's really good and understanding the different type of products and how it's uh, managed mm -hmm. and put it in a place where the money that's in there is preserved because a lot of you can't just pull that money out without being penalized or taxed yeah. heavily and it's another way for the government to take money. So what you want to do is make sure it's in a, a one of the strongest allocations possible with, mm -hmm. within that retirement portfolio. So that's why it's important to know 
who your account's with, what type of account you have, what money you have in there, how much you're contributing, because mm -hmm. that's another way of preserving your wealth. So mm -hmm. if there's a job loss, they cut hours, yeah. you have an emergency, you can have some options of moving some of that money, um, making sure it's preserved and protected during some major economic downturns, and a good financial advisor who is able to manage those type of accounts can actually discuss that with you. You can even do the research yourself. Uh, it takes a little more work, so that's why I say find a financial advisor or someone who that's their specialty in their retirement plans to help protect because I'm expecting another downturn to come in the next 30, 60 days, possibly, mm -hmm. that is going to be more significant than the last one. Mm -hmm. So you want to preserve to the best of your ability what you do have and some strong um, allocations. So that's where you get into wealth preservation. That's good. So as we, just for those of us who like summaries, <laughs> as I do, emergency savings, typically online account, um, cash <clears throat> on hand, cryptocurrency, and then your retirement allocations. And now John is going to share with us some apps that you can use to help with that. Yeah. So, of course, like she mentioned to the cryptocurrency, there's ways to diversify in different type of accounts and having wallets where that wallet is not tied to some financial institution. It actually can be on your phone or some other type of mobile device. You could have that app on. I know some people have phones, but on their, their watches. But anyway, mm -hmm. you could have those actual wallets or hard wallet through Ledger, um, <clears throat> things like that to help protect how you move your money and your assets as well. Um, so there's a lot with cryptocurrency, but do your research. You can do a lot of research online. There's a lot of great people like uh, there's BitBoy and there's some other um, like the, the Bulls. Uh, but there's some other guys online that are great that you can learn from who have a lot of experience. If you want to understand some other possible opportunities to take advantage of. Um, Robinhood. Everybody's hearing about Robinhood. They're actually getting into cryptocurrency now. They're already into it. You're hearing about Dogecoin, Shiba Inu, uh, Bitcoin, uh, Litecoin, Ethereum. So they're getting into all of that as well. They have a new wallet they've just um, built out. So that's a huge opportunity. And they're definitely targeting a lot of millennials as well as those who are a little older. <clears throat> but that's a great one because you can even diversify in ETFs and stocks and take some of your money um, to preserve it in savings in that type of account as well. And they have different tiers as well. So you just find that out. It might cost like $5 a month, but just take a look at it depending on what you're trying to do. That's why it's also, I want to stop for a moment, make a side note, writing your financial goals down, your personal goals, everything will tie in financially. Mm -hmm. And financially is not just a, a natural thing, but it's also very much a spiritual thing. Um, there's a lot of some philosophy of behind money and how money is used. So how you view money, how you view your life and how you manage your life is going to be key to also how you preserve your wealth and how you manage your wealth. Um, so you just want to look at that as well. So Robinhood is a great app to take a look at. You've been hearing about that on the news probably. Stash is another one that's real similar to Robinhood. Um, again, you can automate your savings through that. Again, there's roundups. A lot of you might know about that. So you go make a purchase. And what's cool about it, and I did this with some members, I said, okay, so if you know you're shopping more and you need to, and you're trying to break that habit, one way you can do it and tie in your account to Robinhood, Stash, or some others, you can simply say, okay, at the end of each month, every 30 days, or at the end of each week, go back, look at your statements. You also will get alerts from these too. You can set up alerts that you can get on your phone or on your email. 
So it lets you know, okay, how many transactions have I been doing? Where's my money going? You look at that, okay, is my money going to where it should be? Oh, I went to Kohl's 10 times this month in the last three weeks already, and it's not even end of month. That tells you maybe you need to cut back on your activity with shopping, reallocate some of those assets, you know. <clears throat> and so, but what's going to happen is at the same token, you can reward yourself every time you go to the store, there's going to be a portion of that rounded up to the next dollar. So if it's $5.50, that other 50 cents is going to round up to $6, but it's going to go into your mm. stash account or your Robinhood account. So mm. that's another way to add to your savings as well. The more you shop, mm. the more you're forcing yourself to save as a mm -hmm. default. But you want to be careful because the more you shop, the more it's going to come out of your account mm -hmm. round up as well. So it might go from $5 to $20 to $50, depending <laughs> on how much you're shopping. So you want to cut out any unnecessary shopping. But it'll also be a, a, a kind of a good checks and balance as mm -hmm. well. That's good. Does that make sense? Yeah, it kind of holds you accountable um, to your shopping. Well, I think that's great. I think we're ready yeah. to wrap it up. Yeah, yeah. And I just want to say one other thing, too. Some people I talked to, I talked to a lady recently. She has a lot of money. She didn't say how much she has when it came to some of her other assets. But she has several hundred thousand dollars in one account. She had tens of thousands of dollars, about fifty, sixty thousand in a savings, and she was concerned about her savings. These are people who really pay attention to their money, especially once they get in a position where now the money's flowing for them financially. They want to preserve and build that wealth. And one of the things I'll say that she said to me, she said part of her fear has been, she told me, and not everybody's saying this, she's aware that a major economic downturn is about to come because mm -hmm. of her experience in other countries from where she's from and what she's seen her parents go through. And she mm -hmm. said so she was really concerned. Mm -hmm when I talked to her and looked at how she's very diversified, I said, you're in a good position because you have your money diversified. If something happens where you can't have access to your account mm -hmm. or you're limited on funds, you can actually get out. You also have money over here, but she also had quite a bit of money. She said, tucked away in cash on hand at home. So there's mm -hmm. different ways of doing it, um, but you need to be in tune and aware of it. But this lady, because of her experience, she knew to see the signs in our economy right now to know something is about to happen big yeah. and she wants to be prepared for it. So with that said, that's just some of the tips and things we went over for now when it comes to diversifying and preserving your assets. So there's different ways of doing it. If you have questions, you guys can reach out to us as well. Send an email to info at unwindfinancial.org. You can go to our website. You can learn more, any questions you have. I will be happy to you know, answer those questions. But until next time, thank you. And unwind. God bless you.